Hi everybody. So today is the start of a fun new thing where I talk about absolutely random shit for like two hours and you just listen to it. Um, I had this idea when I was in the car because this always happens when I'm in the car where I'm driving and I think about something and then I don't know the answer and then I never look it up. Um, Like I currently have a list of things that I need to look up that I haven't, but like one of them, so like spoiler alert for the next time I do this, is cotton candy grapes. I would like to know the origin of cotton candy grapes and like how they're a thing, what, what, like what brought this on. Um, but usually, especially I feel like being a nanny, um, you know, you get bombarded with things that you don't really know the answer to because that's like part of being an adult is like, you're supposed to know the answer to everything, but like, I don't really know the answer to anything. So the kids will ask me something and I'm like, that's a great fucking question. Let's figure it out. Cause I don't know. Um, so I always like to like, you know, look it up or whatever, but like sometimes I don't think to go back and look something up I just like think about it and I'm like oh I wonder why that is the way it is but I'm driving or something so I never do but I was like I need to start like remembering them like keep a note and like write them down and then when I have enough like let's talk um this is going to be sort of the start of that but I actually have other things that I just want to chat about um and I realized that there's probably not any reason for me to do a car ride chronicles at this moment because I have so many fucking books and guess what the little free library is still not ready um it is coming the air just kicked off so that was loud um it's coming but I feel a little shitty at this juncture going and raiding little free libraries So that's going to have to be on pause, but there's just like all these things that I want to talk about that I have no reason to talk about. So we're just going to do it, um, right now. First of all, this has nothing to do with anything, um, at all. First of all, this has nothing to do with anything at all, but we have a lot of weddings and things happening in October for whatever reason. Um, I was really worried they were going to overlap and then one ended up getting pushed to December. So it's a little bit more open and things than it was, but I was like sifting through them, trying to figure out like when I need to have my husband request off of work, when I need to, whatever. Also Tommy's out of town right now. And so that is when I'm most chatty. I think when I'm home alone and I just need to go. So that's what we're doing anyway. Um, So I was like sifting through, going through whatever. So I have a cousin, she's like a third cousin or something. I don't know. Um, my mom has a very large family and I have a cousin who is getting married and I was like looking at her wedding website, which was actually very cute. Um, and I was like perusing around and, um, I went to reply cause it said the formal attire or it said the attire was formal. And I was like, okay, interesting. I'm glad that I looked at that because that wasn't on the invitation or anything. And so I was like, okay, got it. And then um, the place to RSVP was on the wedding website. It wasn't on the invitation at all, which probably saves a shit ton of money in cards. Because uh, 
wedding invitations are fucking expensive. So anyway, um, I was like going to RSVP and it had my name and it had Tommy's name. And I was like, hmm, I wonder what this means for Thomas. And so I like left it alone and I was like, I'll have to like ask somebody, her mom or somebody in that family, whatever, and get figure it out. And then I like kept going through the wedding website and it said, um, our kids invited or something and it was like, you know, we love your kids, blah, blah, blah. And so it was saying it's like a kid-free wedding. I had a kid-free wedding. I got married on New Year's Eve. I had a kid-free wedding and it was the absolute perfect decision for us. Um, I don't have a lot of kids in my family or I didn't at the time. Um, and we didn't have the kids that we were close to were the kids that were in the wedding and their families or Tommy has nieces and nephews. And like, other than that, like that's pretty much it. Like we're not close to anybody else's kids or anything like that. So it was kind of a no brainer for us, like less people, less figuring it out, less like whatever. And also it's like New Year's Eve. It's, you know, midnight. Like how many of your children are actually out anyway? Like how many of you are going to be at this wedding anyway? So we made the decision to not have kids at our wedding. And my thought process then is the same as it is now, which is it is perfectly fine for you to make your wedding kid-free, but that just means that me personally – I will not be attending because I'm not going to not like have my, I'm not going to leave my kid. Like it, 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 there are a few circumstances, which like another one of these weddings that is coming up more than likely will be at night and we will have to leave him, but we're going to leave him with my sister or Tiffany. I don't know. Shout out to Tiffany. Um, and we will leave him in that case. But like, this is someone who like, yes, I care for, yes, like, you know, she's my family and like whatever, but like, I, I don't care about this wedding enough (laughs) to like leave my kid behind with someone. And not to mention my mom will also be at the wedding. My sister will be at school, but originally she would be at the wedding. Like all of my family will be at this wedding. So the people that I would normally have watch him aren't available. And I do have like another side of my family. I could have someone else, but I would be freaking out the whole time. I'm just not at a level of comfortability leaving him with other people. It's just not there. Even with my mom and my sister, it's just not there. Like I'm just not comfortable. I'm with him 24-7 every single day. Like I'm with him every single day. And that's probably not healthy and like we probably need – some separation but like we're together every single day and I am not gonna leave him to go to a wedding it's just not that important to me and if it was important enough for me to be there then that wouldn't be the case you know what I mean like that's how I felt with our wedding I felt like if it was important enough for the person to be there, then I would let their kid come. So either their kid was exempt from the no kid rule or it wasn't that important to me for them to be there. If somebody couldn't be there because they had to be with their kid, perfectly fine. No big deal. No harm done. I'm not upset at all. Like it's totally fine. So hopefully they feel the same way. Like they're like, not like what the fuck like why can't they like you know like hopefully they're not like annoyed or whatever I send a very nice gift so hopefully that is like no harm done um and I hope that they have a super happy wedding without me but I just I'm not 
I'm just not there. I'm just like not comfortable leaving him. And I'm like, it would be like, it's a long, like, it's like, you know, the wedding and then the cocktail hour and then the reception. And like, that's a long time. Not to mention it's like really far. It's not really far, but it's like an hour away. And so it's like, if something happened, like we'd be far away and like those kinds of things. And I just, and also who knows if Tommy could even get off work. Like the man is always working, I feel like, but there's just like, there's no, um, it's just not worth it to me. And there are things that are worth it and there are things that aren't. And that is something that I just don't feel like is super worth it to me. And honestly, this wedding, there's another wedding we have to go to, um, in December. And I think Tommy's in the wedding. So obviously we have to be there. Um, you know, that's important, but like, there's a possibility that like, I go back to like a hotel room with Thomas so Tommy can stay at the wedding kind of thing. Um, if we're not able to make something work with my sister or with Tiffany or whoever, I don't know. Um, because it's in another state, but I just, um, like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm crazy. I've seen on TikTok where people are like, if my kid can't come, then I'm not coming. Um, and that's kind of how I feel, but I don't, I don't mean it maliciously like at all. I don't mean like, how dare you not invite my child? How dare you not let my kid come? Like, why wouldn't you let my kid come? Like, what's wrong with my kid? Like, why? Like, I don't mean that at all. I could give a fuck. Like, if you don't want my kid there, like, say no more. Like, kids are fucking the worst. But like, just for me to like leave him behind in a situation, it just like makes me uncomfortable and I just don't want to do it. And so to go and like I think I think if I knew for a hundred percent fact that Tommy could go and it would be no big deal um I think that I might have tried to figure something out but knowing that more than likely Tommy's not going to be able to go and then also knowing that like I can't bring Thomas it's like well then what the fuck am I doing like I'm gonna go to this wedding by myself like that doesn't make any sense so I just like I don't know but I wonder I wonder how other people feel about that because I genuinely genuinely I have no malice I have no malicious like I am totally cool with like my kid not being invited to something um but I just for me like I just I can't I can't leave him like I don't want to leave him like I just don't I would rather miss out on something than go. Like, does that make me Lauren Conrad? I don't know. But he's my Jason. <laughs> that that doesn't make any sense in that metaphor. But you know what I mean. Um, so that's one thing that is like bopping around in my brain that I wanted to talk about. Um, and then I feel like there was something else before I like cracked into all of these things that I have on here. Um, something else that I wanted to talk about. But I can't, for the life of me, remember what that was. So maybe it was something I was talking to my husband about, but I don't remember. Um, I might be t- uh, starting a blog. That's like a whole thing. Um, my sister was trying to convince me to start a blog. And Tommy's always talking about us writing a parenting book. Um, and I don't feel like we are like good parents by any means. Like I don't, I'm not trying to like toot my horn here. Um like we are fucking up daily on stupid ass shit. Like there's things every day that I'm like, fuck, shouldn't have done that. Especially gentle parenting. Cause it's like, what the fuck are you doing? But, um, we just have some things that we do that are different. Um, and they're different enough that I think it makes a difference. Um, I don't think that our day to day parenting is any better than anybody else's, but I think that our ideas about like longevity, Parenting, I think, 
are a little nuanced. Like we very much are parenting Thomas like he is an adult. Like we are parenting him like he is our child for life. And I think a lot of people um, see their kids as kids. And we have always talked about him in the sense that he is like a full person. Like he's a full grown man with a family and his own things and his own job and his own. Like we talk about him like that constantly. Um, even though I can't even imagine like what that's going to look like for some reason, I keep seeing him like moving off to New York or something to which I'm like done. Like we're going to go get a little lake house in New York and we'll just go live in New York and it's totally fine. We'll just like uproot our whole lives and I don't care. Like it's totally fine. Um, but I don't think that a lot of people are looking at their kid as an adult. And it's, it's funny because like your kid is only a kid for like, you know, 20 years or something like whenever you cut off the adult age like whatever that is to you but like your kid is only a kid for a certain amount of years but like realistically like you know if I let's see I'm 32 so if I live to be another you know 70 years or something um that means that 50 of those years, Thomas is going to be an adult. Like the math doesn't math and everybody treats their kids like kids. And that makes sense because they are kids, but also like you're forgetting that like they're a person for life. Like they're not, they're not a kid forever. Um, and so we just have, there are things sort of like that, um, that we do that are just like a little bit different. Um, my husband has always had this, um, kind of like mentality with Thomas where we know that he's going to be an only child. So he kind of fucks with him a little bit. Like when he takes a bath, like he will like pour water over him and like splash him and like whenever he's playing, like he like takes his toys away from him or he like knocks stuff out of his hands. He's kind of like a bully to him a little bit, not a bully, but like he kind of like he doesn't let him just like have whatever he wants. Like he doesn't let him, um, and that's not to say that I do, but he's, he's not like accommodating all the time. Like he come he kind of like, you know, fucks up his shit a little bit to like keep him like, okay, because he doesn't want, you know, him to be at the library and some kid walk up and like take his fucking Legos and him absolutely lose his mind because, oh my God, like why did someone take my Legos from me? Or like someone to take the ball away from him when he's playing soccer and like him not know what to do or whatever. And we were just talking about it. It's like kind of like if he's going to keep up this like thing where he like kind of taunts him and like teases him and like you know kind of like will take something away from him or will whatever um which I don't know how long that will last because like eventually like it's going to be I think it only is like while he's small um because like eventually it's like dad that's that's rude like why are you doing that to me um but because then it it comes down to like we're not gonna lose a game on purpose like we're gonna win and you're gonna lose and it's because you're a kid and you suck at this game. Like, sorry. Um, but I think at some point that'll probably stop. But I think like as he gets a little bit older, then it becomes like my responsibility to like Tommy, you know, takes the ball away from him and me to say, you know, how he handles that situation. Be like, hey, can I have my ball back? Or that's okay. We're going to go play with this or whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, I think there's like, a second part to that so he's kind of already been doing the like 
you know, just like kind of poking at him, just like, just, you know, feeling it out and whatever. Um, but I think like once he gets to understanding a little bit more then it's like on me to be like the secondary thing and be like, Hey, this is how we handle the situation. So that when that does happen, um, he doesn't, it's not, Oh, okay. Like I'm used to it. It's like, okay, this is what I do in this situation. Um, because a lot of times kids have older siblings and so they, are used to it or even older siblings have younger siblings that take their things and they're used to it but Thomas is not going to have siblings so Thomas is not ever going to have kids taking things from him or he's not going to have to share he's not going to have to you know do all those things so um you know to prevent him from being a whiny baby when something happens or a spoiled brat or whatever like there's things um Tommy kind of looks at a problem logically and so he's looking at the whole person he's looking at the child he's looking at the adult he's looking at like everything and so he kind of sees like how he is in the like Thomas's place in the world and wants to make sure that um you know he is prepared for those kinds of situations and Thankfully, Michael is also a little bit like that and he will just like fucking yank a ball out of his hands. No problem. So he gets a little bit of that. um, But I think there's a difference between Michael doing it and um, a child his own age and things like that. So I think it's just a level of preparation and whatever. Um, But thus far, he's done well. Um, He's pretty good around kids his age. And whenever he's in a situation where there's a kid that um, takes the ball away from him or takes something he was playing with or whatever. He kind of just like looks and he's like, mm, okay. And then I'm like, oh, it's fine. Like, let's go get another one, you know, whatever. Or like their parent intercepts and then he gets his stuff back and whatever. So it hasn't been a thing yet. We were at the park recently and we were going to play in like a little car. And this girl, this fucking girl, she like runs up she was not anywhere near it, was not going to go, like wasn't going to it, anything. But because we were going to it, she went to it. I have no idea where her parents were. Um, and she like jumped in the car and she started going. And my grandma was with us and my grandma was like, this fucking girl. Like she's like, get out, ah, like whatever. And I was like, chill out. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so I was like, it's fine. We'll wait. And so I was just like, I picked Thomas up and I was like, it's fine. Like we're cool. We'll wait. And she was like, I'm never getting out. And I was like, oh, you're never getting out. Okay. I was like, let's go do something else then Thomas. So we went and did something else. And then when she got up, we went back over there and he got in the car and it was fine. Um, and I don't know. And that's what I'm talking about in the moment. I don't know what the right thing to do in that moment would have been. I don't know if it would have been just to wait. I don't know if it would have been to, you know, tell Thomas like, oh, this isn't very nice. Or to tell him like, um, you know, sorry, I know you wanted to play with that. But like, I don't, I don't know what the proper like verbiage there would have been. But ultimately, like, it's not so much about what I said and what I did in the moment. That's what I'm talking about. Like in the day to day, I don't know that we're like great parents in that regard. It's more so the idea of like, yeah, like we're going to prepare you for like not getting your way all the time and not being the center of attention. Because even though you are in this house, even though you are the center of our attention and you are, you know, you have unlimited toys and you can play with them whenever you want to and you don't have to share with anyone and you don't have to worry about someone taking your toys and those kinds of things like it does happen when you go outside of this house so like kind of preparing him in that regard so that's just like a very basic example but 
Um, anyways, that mixed with like generational trauma. My sister was like, you need to write a blog, blah, 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 blah. Um, so that's just like another little project that's like floating around in the back of my brain that I have designed the website for, of course, but have done nothing further. So we'll see about that. Um, but my husband is such an angel because I have flights of fancy almost daily. I feel like about something where I'm like, this has been my dream all day. (laughs) Like where it's just like, this is something that just occurred to me that I would like to do and I'm going to go and do it. And I've gotten better because I used to be like full steam ahead. Like I'm doing this and I commit to it and I just like go down a rabbit hole. Like I was going to sell shirts and I bought all these shirts and I bought all this stuff to like design these shirts and all this stuff. And then I got over it real fucking quick and I don't really stick to things. Um, that's why I love the podcast so much because it's the only thing that I've stuck with. Um, which I also tried not to, uh, I think I was like four or five episodes in and I was like telling Tommy, like, I don't really think I want to do this anymore. I don't think it makes any sense. Like, I don't think anybody's going to listen blah, blah, blah. And Tommy was like, no, I think you should keep doing it. And I'm really glad he did because I'm still doing it four years later. Um, but I think that, um, I don't know, but I just, I go through periods where I'm just like, this is what I want to do. I just, I have, I am a Pisces. (laughs) Let me back up. I am a Pisces and I am creative and I just enjoy, everything like I'm interested in so many things and so many projects and so many crafts and so many hobbies and so many things and like that is my that's my hobby my hobby is hobbies like my hobby is is like everything um I don't have like one I mean I guess you could go like reading a hobby obviously but like um there's not like one specific thing that I really like sink my teeth into and um I always see like I'll see like some stupid influencer or something talking about some easy like online whatever and like I want to make that my job like I want to enter data from morning till night because that's fun that's fun to me and I want to turn it into a fucking multi-level pyramid scheme and be like at the top of the fucking pyramid because like that seems fun to me I would sell candles like candlelight parties party light whatever it is no like no fucking problem I would start a blog I would start a YouTube channel I would start a bookstagram account I would start a whatever I would start an Etsy store I would start a like whatever whatever it is I would start it I would do it I would try it and I would do it for like a week and then I would be done with it and as it is I started this blog I made this blog like a week ago And I have not done anything since. So it's not really looking good for the blog. But um, I, ow, I, um, and like another thing, like when I, when I made it, I'm like looking at it and I'm like, this looks fucking great. And like the way that I just am able to like whip shit up like this, like marketing things pop into my head and I'm like, I should do something in marketing. And then like, I'm like, oh my God, I should do something in teaching. And then I'm like, oh my God, I should do something. And, and this is my problem is I want to do everything. I want to do everything all the time. I want every, like, I just, I feel like, I don't know if I've said this before or not, but I think like anytime I take those fucking like personality job quizzes, like those ones that you take in like high school, I get like an equal fucking pie. It's split 
equally amongst every fucking category. And so it's like, what am I supposed to do with that? Like, I want to do everything. And also, I want to do nothing. I want to be a stay-at-home mom and I want Tommy to just work and me not to have to do anything. You know what I mean? Like, I want to read books all day long and, like, also play with my kid. Like, that's, that's like, a, the life for me. And also be able to afford to, like, go on beach vacations all the time. So it's just, like, there's, like, no rhyme or reason to anything. Um, but potentially that's something that I will do. And we all know that it will take me eons. So don't even get worked up about it because it doesn't matter. Okay, so moving on to things that I actually, well, see, okay, I have another one that is quite a large conversation. So maybe I should save that for the end. That's what we're going to do. We're going to save that one for the end. It's about celebrities, so don't let me forget. Okay, so the first thing that was on my list was the Kia symbol. So Kia used to be, it used to be like K and then like IA was like kind of like slanted, I think. And now they have it so it's like K I A, but it kind of looks like a K and then a backwards N or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? That's like the Kia symbol. And I kept seeing these cars everywhere and I was like, what the fuck kind of car is that? Like, what is that? Because like, I feel like everything like is identifiable. Like I might not be able to tell you what a Mercedes Benz symbol looks like, but I know it when I see it, you know, like those kinds of things. Like, I don't know what they are, but like, I know them, you know? Um, so it was like, I kept seeing this KN and I was like, I had Coronado in my head and I don't even know what Coronado is. I don't know if I heard that in a book. I don't know if that's like a hotel might be a hotel. Um, but I have that stuck in my head. It's Kia. It's just Kia. Kia updated their symbol. And it's something like Kia, I think, is a Japanese car company. And so it's something about the flow. And it was just that they rebranded and they updated their branding. But like not all of them are updated. So I feel sad for the people that have the old Kia. Because Kia to me, which maybe this is like unfair because this is like a cultural thing, but Kia to me looks like Toonie, like it looks like Looney Toonie, um, like silly kid, like whatever, which makes sense now thinking about like Japanese, whatever. But, um, this KN is like sophisticated. It's badass. It, it like, it looks like very like posh designer fucking car logos. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Probably nobody else does, but it was interesting to me. Um, another thing that happened, I dropped my phone like completely just like flat on the ground. I just dropped it screen side down, of course, because that's what you do. Um, I have this problem where I don't want a purse. I don't want to carry a purse and Thomas. That's just not my vibe. I don't think it's ever been my vibe, but it's not my vibe. Whenever I was a nanny, I never brought the diaper bag around. I would just like throw whatever I needed in my purse and just carry my purse. But for whatever reason with Thomas, I think because he's so fucking mobile, I think because he's always been so fucking mobile. And I also am aware as his mother, like I actually do need the diaper bag because there are things in it that I need. Um, so I just didn't want to carry the diaper bag and my purse, but it's gotten to the point where I don't want to carry either. And so I will go to work and I will, take the diaper bag and that is what I use as a purse and I have this little um it's not even a wristlet it's like a keychain that has like I can put cards in it and that has like my ID and like credit cards and 
I connect that to like my keys or I connect that to like the van keys when I'm at work. And like, that's all I use. Like I don't bring the backpack unless we're going somewhere for like a lengthy amount of time. But if I'm just running errands with him or if I'm just going to pick up the kids from school or whatever, um, I just exclusively take that. And, um, I, so I have to carry that. I have to carry, like, I always have a fucking water bottle. I always have my fucking phone. Um, Thomas always has his fucking bear and his fucking binky. And I have to carry Thomas. And half the time I have to bring his fucking shoes because he is like a no-shoe child. Like, he never has shoes on. Um, which is good. I just want him to be as free as humanly possible because apparently shoes are bad for your kids. And I don't really give a fuck if they are or aren't. But, like... If he's fine being barefoot, like, I'm fine with him being barefoot. Until he wants to be in shoes, like, he has shoes. He wears shoes in all appropriate places. But most of the time, the child is barefoot. Um, So I'm, like, carrying him. I have to carry his shoes because, like, he likes to walk when we go get Michael from school and stuff like that. So it's just, like, I'm carrying a lot of shit, and I almost always drop something. And usually it's my fucking phone. So I dropped it when I was putting Thomas in his car seat the other day and it shattered the screen because I literally dropped it like it was like you fucking just held it up in the air and just fucking dropped it. Like that's like how it dropped. Like it dropped really fucking hard Um, and it shattered and I was really, really worried, which it's not that big of a deal. Like you fucking get your phone fixed. It's not that serious. But I thought it like broke through the case and it like actually fucked up the phone. But thankfully, not the case, the screen protector. Thankfully, it didn't. My screen protector, um, I don't know if this one, I think this must be, it must be just one from Amazon that I ordered. So I don't have Amazon Prime. That's another story. Um, but I needed a screen protector like ASAP and I typically would just order them from Amazon. Like if I needed a screen protector, I would, I thought I had some, but I don't. So I, d- I needed one. Um, and so I was like, fuck it. Like I'll just go run to target. Like I'm sure they have them, whatever. I literally was like, can you even buy screen protectors in a store? Like I was like, where do you go to? Cause I was not about to go to like AT&T and buy like a $30 fucking screen protector. No, thank you, ma'am. So I went to target and I'm just like looking and there's this woman in the aisle and she's looking and there's this guy in the aisle and he works there and he's like stocking stuff. And I was like, can you help me? Like, I see this one that's like $19.99. That's like the cheapest one that I see. Okay. So I'm like, is there one that's cheaper than this? Or is this like your cheapest option? And the guy's like, oh, like that's our cheapest option. Like, honestly, like that's like really low for a screen protector too. Like usually they're like way more than that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, bro. Um, And then the lady next to me is like, yeah, she's like, I think she was looking for a screen protector too. She's like, I, she's like, I know, uh, I saw they they sell them on Amazon and it's three for five and I don't want that because I know that five dollars is not worth much and whatever like basically saying like you get what you pay for and if it's something that is normally thirty dollars and they're selling it three for five then the quality is really bad which sure that's probably a fair argument however why the fuck am I gonna pay thirty dollars for a fucking screen protector when I can get three of them for five dollars I don't know what the fuck girl math y'all are doing buying screen protectors that are that fucking expensive but Molly do we have to be against the wall when we scratch do we have to be against the wall with your little click clack nails um I don't know what you people are doing buying $30 screen protectors 
I mean, maybe they just never break. Maybe they're just like titanium and they just don't break. And if that's the case, then like I'm really happy for you. But I would much rather have to put a new screen protector on every six months than pay $30 for a fucking screen protector. You've got me fucked up. So... I said, do do do, uh, no. And I took my happy ass right out of Target. I think I bought a bunch of stuff in the meantime, but took my happy ass right out of Target and I went to work and I ordered myself a screen protector on their Amazon Prime. And then I then mowed my boss because no thank you. Um, and guess what? My screen protector is just fine. And I'm pretty sure the one that I had before was also from Amazon Prime. So, or from Amazon. So, um, thank you, Jeff Bezos. I don't break them like it's not like I'm just out here breaking them over and over and over and I'm like oh I just have this really cheap ass screen protector and I don't know why my screen keeps breaking like no periodically I drop my phone I drop my phone probably more than the average person because I am clumsy because I have no depth perception because I don't have spatial awareness as my fucking husband that's his favorite fucking phrase um I have a child and I I'm a girl, so I have 17 things in my hand at all times. So I draw my phone a fuck ton. And I just, like, I don't know. I, you know, periodically I have, like, a crack or two. But it's, like, a small little hairline fracture, and it's not that big of a deal. And it doesn't impede anything about my phone. Like, you you know, it's just, like, in some sunlights you can see there's, like, a line across the phone. It's not that serious. I, I don't even think I ever switched out on my last phone, I don't think I ever switched it out. I think I just had like a, a small crack that went across it. It was like not a big deal. So like this one, like, yeah, sure. Like now knowing like I have two more cause I paid $5 for three of them. Um, you know, if I do get like some sort of weird crack on here, like, yeah, I might switch it out. Cause like, why the hell not? I have it, but it's not like it's, it's, I mean, I don't know what people are doing cause I know what I am doing. And I am not breaking. And I'm, I'm sure I'm jinxing the shit out of myself right now. And I'm going to fucking drop my phone. And I'm going to shatter the screen. But I mean I just. Why? Who's paying this much money? Because I, I, I'm pretty sure my fucking nanny kids were talking about that. Because he got a new phone. And his, he and his mom both did. And they were talking. He was talking about the screen protectors they got. Were like 20, 20 something dollars. And I'm like what? Why? Why do you need a screen protector that's that expensive? I don't understand. Somebody explain it to me. The next thing from Amazon, um, you know the thing that's like a rake that's for dog hair that you scrape your carpet and it like gets up all the dog hair and like you can vacuum and then you scrape and there's still like all this dog hair that it just like pulls out of the fucking rug. So not the like chom chom thing. I haven't bought that, but just like that long yellow rake. If you know what I'm talking about, then you know what I'm talking about. I bought it because I was like, we have carpet. It's disgusting. We hate it. But like until we get hardwood floor, it's just like it is what it is. This is the life we're living at this moment. Um, so this carpet is disgusting. Like we have dogs, they run through the mud, they bring in poop. I'm sure it's not the greatest situation. Like it's just, it's carpet. Carpet's gross. Carpet's dirty. It's gross. So we, I am pretty diligent about vacuuming. Like I vacuum constantly, but you know, it's still gross and you can still see, you know, stuff it's just it's carpet it's gross so I was like you know if this is something that'll get up more dog hair like that's great like you know who doesn't want to get up all the dog hair so I bought it and it doesn't that that doesn't do shit I didn't get anything and like I think part of the problem is like 
we have short hair dogs like our dogs have pretty short hair but like that's not to say our dogs don't shed like I can literally see like on the couch that the dogs are not supposed to be on I can see little hairs or like I can look onto the ground and I can see if I look really difficult like really hardly like really hard I can see little hairs I also haven't vacuumed in a couple of days so that's also part of it and I think Molly is shedding her like summer coat or something for winter is that a thing the dogs do because I think she is she it's like coming out in patches which only happens like once a year um so I think she's shedding a little bit more now but like I can see I can see hair I know that there's hair but like I don't know maybe we just have a really good vacuum and it just does the job but like I sent that shit back because that didn't do anything so I don't know um the next thing I wanted to talk about not related to anything at all is I wanted to go through and talk about all of the favorite Barbies that I had um, because of the Barbie movie, obviously. Um, So I wanted to reflect on my favorite Barbies of my youth. Like these are the ones that I thought were the prettiest or I gave the most attention to because I liked them a lot. So the first one is Teenage Fashion Barbie. Um, Oh, Okay, so this is not technically a Barbie that I had. This is the 1959, like, original, the black and white striped swimsuit with the ponytail, like, Barbara. Um, I did not have this Barbie, but I did have an ornament that had this Barbie on it. Um, It was, like, my ornament. And I think it uh, broke or was thrown away or something. I don't know, but I don't have it anymore. So, what the fuck, mom? But um, that's, like, iconic, like, Barbie that's like the Barbie, like the OG Barbie. Um, I had Barbie gymnast, which was from 1996. I think, um, she had like bendable joints. She had a gold medal. I think she had like a ribbon to do like rhythmic gymnastics. Um, I think she might've had like a USA jacket. I had sweetheart Barbie. I'm also hoping to give you guys like flashbacks. Um, she had, I had sweetheart Barbie. This is from 1997. She had a crushed velvet short hot pink dress. Like that should tell you everything you need to know. It is very, very similar to the dress in my date with the president's daughter. If you know, you fucking know. Um, but it's that one is a little bit of a light pink and this is a hot pink. This Barbie had hot pink crushed velvet Oh my God, it was scrumptious. Every time I think about it, I just, it makes me fucking, oh, I love it. Um, Okay, next is lead singer Barbie, which I got to be honest, I didn't, I I wouldn't have remembered just from recall. I remembered because I scrolled through a bunch of Barbies. This is from 1998. She had crimped pieces in the front that were pulled out like bangs. She had sunglasses, a guitar, a metallic dress, and she had really big earrings. She was a rock star cool sitter teen skipper probably my favorite barbie like of life um and she was also the prettiest barbie she had highlighted hair um she it was 1998 she had a striped turtleneck and plaid pants please please look up this fucking barbie a striped turtleneck and plaid pants does that make any sense to you no but did she look like the coolest fucking bitch Yes. Um, she wore wedges. She had two sets of twins. She had a blonde set of twins and a brunette set of twins. There was a boy and a girl in each. So like little babies. She was just skipper. She had like highlighted, chunky highlighted hair. She was probably my very favorite Barbie, like of all, all time. Ocean Friends Barbie with baby Kiko the whale. Like 
the memories that this stirred when I saw the words baby Kiko the whale I was like oh my god uh 1996 she had a black wetsuit leggings situation so her legging her leggings were like painted on like a wetsuit and they would disappear and reappear in water she had a hot pink vest on hot pink earrings glitter pink flippers and an oxygen tank and the whale like, are you kidding me? Olympic skater Barbie. This was 1997. She had this teal sparkly frou-frou outfit and teal skates. Everything. I think she had her hair up in like a high pony. Um, Olympic skater Barbie. Oh, that's what I just said. My bad. Um, and then Florida vacation Barbie. Um, what's this? I don't know what. Oh, yes, I do. Uh, Florida Vacation Barbie, 1998. She had a hot pink leopard swimsuit and sunglasses. Um, And then I have Generation Girl Barbie and Lifeguard Barbie, which I think were also just like iconic whatever. Generation Girl Barbie. I think I didn't put what generation. Let me see. um, Generation Girl Barbie. Because I think there were different yeah there were different ones they had different names um so I had like Barbie like generation girl Barbie like actual Barbie but then there were she had like all of her friends um and they were all different Barbies but she had a sparkly blue dress a bobble fucking necklace and a denim jacket like are you kidding me and sparkly tights uh she was an icon Um, and she had like a camera and like all this stuff. It was like amazing. So, and then also McDonald's Barbies. Do you remember when McDonald's used to sell Barbies? They were like half the size of a regular Barbie, but they had so many. I'm going to go look those up after this because I just remembered and what a dream. I can literally smell these pictures. Like you can, I, I vividly, vividly, there's one who's in like a kimono. I, I cannot. There's a wedding one. I remember her. They all were like shaped like fucking cupcakes. I feel like like I remember. Oh, my God. The butterfly one. The rose one. Her name was always Josephina. Don't ask me why. That's what I called her. I remember playing with these like at my grandma's house. I think I think I used to bring them over to my grandma's house. And so I like had my my actual Barbies and then I had my like mcdonald's barbies or hot wheels so like my brother got the hot wheels i got the barbies wow this is a blast from the past if you just want to feel nostalgic like like seriously look up oh my god i had every single one of these like i'm not kidding and i also think you used to be able to like pick the one you wanted like i think they got a little stingy at, at like in the later years but i think i had like every single one of these like we also went to McDonald's a fuck ton because my parents were babies. Um, yeah. So, you know, it just, if you want to take a blast from the past, that's fun. I think I also looked up Polly Pockets, but Polly Pockets are a little bit harder to differentiate. But maybe I'll have to do that in my next, let me just, let me just jot down a note and I'll just do Polly P. Um, I'll just like look that up next time because that sounds fun. Um, okay, so. My last little note before I have another long rant conversation, theoretical question, um, is we went to Grant's Farm, which is a farm here that is owned by Anheuser-Busch. Um, it used to be like Ulysses S. Grant's house. Um, I think like 
Ulysses S. Grant married somebody in the bush line and then that's how that happened. Um, if you've never been, it's great. It's free. You have to pay for parking, which is like $12 or $15 or something. Um, but it's free and it's great. It's like farm animals and, um, I don't know, like American animals and stuff. Like there's eagles and, you know, lemurs and stuff like that too. But it's mostly like donkeys and, and, uh goats and camels and stuff like that but um there's like a bunch of they own a a lot of acres so when you go there you um first get in this like tram situation and it takes you through the acres and that's where all of the like wild animals are so they have like deer and like bison and elk and I'm I'm just rattling off animals I think but I don't really know um like cows and you know all kinds of things and they all live like on this acreage of land or whatever and when we went um they always give you like a little like behind the scenes like info about like the animals or they talk they tell you the history of like grant's farm and stuff like that um and when we were on the sewer so a lot of them had had babies pretty recently they had them in like april i think um or like may So they were all still pretty new babies and the donkeys I think had had a new baby and they were talking about the donkeys and they said that donkeys are like guard dogs um, and they are like the guard dogs of the farm or whatever. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, that's so wild. And so I looked that up because I was so interested in like, in like this whole like guard dog thing. I'd never heard that that about donkeys. I also have never had any one tell me anything about a donkey probably so you know take for that what you will but I looked it up and apparently donkeys are very territorial like dogs um, and they would alert farmers if there was something like a, a pest or a predator of some sort that was on the farm um, they would alert farmers and they're like guard dogs and I was like that is so adorable that donkeys are just out here guarding all the livestock like that's so fucking cute so I just really thought that was cute and I just thought that was a fun little a little fact to share about donkeys so my phone is gonna die so we'll see how long this goes I don't even have a cohesive thought about this just to really like pinpoint and also of course like the drag race is happening outside like everybody's zooming down the road um so I don't even have like a real, I don't know what is, what it is I'm wanting or what it is I'm trying to say, but I'm having this dilemma. I told my sister, my sister and I talked about this and then my husband and I talked about this and neither of them was very helpful in any regard. But, um, so we were talking, my sister is mixed. My sister's mom is my mom who is white slash Hispanic and my sister's dad is black and um we were like playing a card game and we were listening to music and she had country music playing and um I think Jason Aldean came on and we were talking about the Jason Aldean song that had come out that was like I don't know about lynching or better not see you in my town or I'm gonna shoot you or what the fuck ever I don't know I have not even tried to listen to it or look up the words or anything I don't want anything to do with it but um we were talking about it and I was like, it makes me really sad. Like, I just don't understand. Like, like whatever, whatever. Um, and then we were talking about, there were some tweets about Luke Combs that surfaced about him, like talking like racist and 
like just gross and whatever. Um, and there was something else that happened that came out and then we were talking about that too. And I was like, how do you listen to country music? Like, how do you, like, how do you do that? Like, how do you listen to Jason Aldean? How do you listen to Luke? Like, how do you do that? And she's like, she said that the Luke Holmes one really hurt because she does like, she like really likes him. Um, but she said that she just like doesn't listen to country music that often. And like, that's pretty much it. And like, whatever. And when I was talking to Tommy, Tommy's from Tennessee. So Tommy was like, I mean, you kind of like just know going into it, like, you know what you're getting into but like I've just grown up on country music like I've always listened to country music I love country music um I really loved Jason Aldean I I have never loved him as a person I back when my husband and I first started dating um a lot of his songs I really liked and like compared to our relationship and whatever and then he cheated on his wife (laughs) with his current wife and then I kind of stopped liking him and um and Tommy started liking him and we just kind of like whatever, but I have always, it's it's like unfortunate because I've always liked his music. Like every time he puts out new music, I'm like, I, I really don't really like him, but I really like his music. Um, and so we were talking about it and I just like, I feel just like gross, like listening to his music now. Um, and I feel gross, like listening to country music half the time too. Cause it's like, who fucking knows dude? Like, what's what like there are some people that you know like that they're on the right side of history and like you can like see by like what they post or what they talk about or whatever like you can kind of see um you know their stuff and like know like that they're not like a disgusting human like Marin Morris comes to mind Cassidy Pope like they're the ones that are out here battling against Brittany Aldine as it is so I just feel like like there's some people you can tell obviously like oh, like, they're fine. Kelsey Ballerini, like, those kinds of people, like, you can tell. But, like, generally, like, and I don't want to, like, I don't, I don't want to, like, generalize necessarily, but, like, country singers most of the time are from the South, and the South most of the time has Southern views about things. And, like, you know, I would like to say that, like, a lot of our, like, fucking country has their fucking head out of their ass but you know there are still a lot of people um that vote republican and that are you know believing what they want to believe I don't know um and that's fine it's not fine but it's fine it's fine it's like we're always not gonna like we're I like there's always going to be a diff like another side and for whatever reason like that is what it is um but I just like it feels weird when it comes to like music because it's like I don't know how to consume something that I love and like I don't know like and then I try to like think about the way that I handle other situations like Chick-fil-a like I still go to Chick-fil-a although I feel like they hired a somebody to deal with their problems that they have and to like try to be better um like a the associate director I don't know somebody I think they hired somebody um but like I still I still go to Chick-fil-A and like I don't appreciate like what Chick-fil-A values um as far as gay marriage but I still do um and like I remember kind of like like you know when you're talking about like Michael Jackson like 
obviously like everybody still listens to Michael Jackson music, but like Michael Jackson has done some really bad things or like R. Kelly, like listening to R. Kelly music or Harry Potter, like reading Harry Potter books and things like that. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know why those are okay to me. And like, I'm having such a tough time with country music. I don't know if it's because it's like so much broader and it affects so much more people. Like, I feel like that sounds bad, but that was like the first thing that came to mind was like, well, whatever Michael Jackson did or whatever was like to a group of people or, um, you know, but it wasn't to a whole like class of people. And like same thing with R. Kelly, like what R. Kelly did was to like individual people and wasn't to an entire race or an entire group of people. Like I just like that's how I was like thinking about it in my head. But then when you think about it like that, like Chick-fil-A is against an entire group of people. So it's like I don't really know what the line is or what what is going on in my head. But like I just know that like listening to country music feels wrong and that is difficult for me because it's like I feel like I'm like losing my identity I feel like this is like a very big this is not that serious like I know that this is not that serious so please don't think that I am like stupid for this but I just like it feels it feels very sad to like like something that like potentially is harmful to like a group like I don't I don't want I don't want to be consuming things that are like directly harmful to a group of people um and like Jason Aldean's song obviously is and I don't want to like I don't want to keep listening to his music based on like what he's doing but I also still really like his music and I don't I don't want to have like those songs taken away from me, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I I don't know. Um, I don't want to like not be able to listen to like country music or not be able to like feel comfortable um, listening to country music. I don't know. And it feels like it feels very uncomfortable and it it, like makes me like really sad and it makes me feel really guilty. Um, And like my sister didn't have an answer and like, my husband didn't have an answer and like neither one of them really knew what to say or what to do or like how to make me like see something come from it at a different angle and like make a decision on what I want to decide but then I also as a separate note um I write letters for vote forward which is just like getting people that are already registered to vote to vote because not everybody votes like people register to vote but then they don't vote um and so it's just literally like sending letters to the people that are registered that historically haven't voted and saying hey please vote because voting is important because this 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 whatever you're not saying vote for joe biden you're not saying vote for this issue you're not saying vote for whatever like you're just saying like just please go vote um you're not partisan at all so I do that and then recently there was an election in Ohio that there was a specific ballot that or a specific um yeah ballot is that the right word Uh, my brain isn't braining um there was a specific issue that was being addressed and um it still wasn't really like vote this or vote that it was it was more so like be aware that this is what this does and so like this is how you should vote if you don't want that to happen. 
Um, not that you should vote this way, but just like if you don't want, like if you want that to happen, then fine. But like if you don't, then don't. Um, and then recently, I don't know if it was like because I've written other letters or if it's just like a thing that they've unlocked, but I was asked to participate in an individual issue. Um, and so there is global warming. There is, what are the three? There were three things. There's global warming, there's gun control, and there's abortion. So I chose gun control because I, abortion is too, um, I don't know. I just, I don't feel like I have the words for that one. Um, and then I, I don't feel like I'm fully smart enough for the global warming one, but gun control is something I feel very strongly about because I grew up in a household of guns. Like I grew up, like my family hunts and all of that. Um, but I think that, you know, there are, there should be laws in place because nobody should be scared to go to a movie theater or go to school or go anywhere like you shouldn't be allowed to own guns like I just don't think it's necessary and I just don't think that um I don't know and I have family members that have guns and they are all above board citizens so that's fine for them but there are people that are not that are able to get guns and it's just like devastating and I take that really seriously. So that is the one that I'm going to be writing about. And, um, there's part of me that feels like if that is how I feel like strongly enough to like say like, Hey, can you vote for like people to take action against guns? Like, can you vote for people to like, you know, pay attention to this? And like, I'm always like, you know, who in your life has to die for you to care about gun control? Like, well, then how am I going to support someone that is like, you know, talking about using guns in a not appropriate manner? I think I'm not even 100% sure what the Jason Aldean song says. But I'm just like, those are the vibes that I'm getting based on the things that I've seen. So it's like, how am I like, you know, writing these letters and like trying to be like an activist in this way and then like also casually consuming media like it just feels like really hypocritical and I don't know what to do about it um so yeah it's not been like a huge thing because all I've been listening to is Taylor Swift um who also I have an issue with and this is this is a separate conversation I don't think I like singers and it's like a big thing like I really like it takes like I think I could go down a line and I just don't think I like any singers like I like I genuinely like as people I like their music but when I think about them as people I don't like them and I don't have this problem with actors I think I like all actors like actors I think I like but singers I have such like a chip on my shoulder about everybody where I'm like I really like Taylor Swift but I don't like her as a person and it's like what the fuck does that even mean? And also, like, I think, because, like, she, like, flies all around the world, which I get. Like, she can't go on an airplane. And, like, it's not, like, her fault necessarily. But, like, her, like, emissions from her plane is, like, a thing. And I'm not fully educated in this, so don't come for me about this because I could be wrong. But, like, it just feels a little irresponsible. It feels like, you know, maybe, you know, you go to New York once a year instead of, 
every other week or something like I don't know like you maybe just like could cut down a couple flights like maybe you know right now I understand like she's like flying all around the world because she's like performing and she's got a job to do but I think just like in general it seemed like she was like flying everywhere willy-nilly and it was like no big whoop um and when you are doing more than the Kardashians you know that there is a problem so um and I just think that she is just like really extra and really obnoxious and um it's just like everything's really exaggerated like she sings her songs the way that I sing her songs like the silly little hand motions and the silly little like faces and like I'm drunk like like pretending I'm throwing back a beer or like um oh my god who is she I get drunk on jealousy like that like oh my god like who is she like me like putting out my hands being like who is she like those are things that I do when I'm singing because I'm not a singer (laughs) and because I'm just like feeling the music like it feels weird for like a singer to do that it just feels like there's like a level of like um poise that is not there um I don't know I I think maybe I have too high of standards for singers I don't know but then like I started thinking about it and I was trying to think my sister was like well who do you like and I was I was trying to think of other singers and I couldn't and then when I was any of them were coming to mind I was like but I don't really like them as a person um so like Kelsey Ballerini like I really like her music especially lately and I don't think I like her as a person like she just there's something about her that just like rubs me the wrong way and like Beyonce like I'm not a fan of Beyonce but I mean her music I I like tons of her music but like I don't like her like there's just there are a lot of singers that like when I think about it I just like I don't know I just don't there's something about them I don't I hate Selena Gomez but that's like a whole separate issue but um there's just like a bunch of them that I just don't like for some reason and I can't figure out why and it's so irrational it's so irrational um but then when I think about I was like thinking about like I was gonna go through my like Instagram and see who I follow and I'm pretty sure I don't follow any singers um and then or like I Taylor Swift that's probably it but and then when I think about like I'm like well is it all celebrities like what is like what celebrities do I even like then I like look at it and it's like well I like actors like I don't have a problem like I like all actors and I so I don't know if it's like with actors like you get like a, a more like like realistic view of who they are as a person um or like what like if it's just like the singer like there's just like this persona or like I have like high expectations I'm not really sure what that is um and I'm also not really sure what I'm wanting to come from this but I think I just need to get over it (laughs) um and then I don't know what exactly I plan to do about the whole country music thing but that I guess is a problem for another time because my phone is going to die so So hopefully this was semi-interesting. I don't know. It was probably awful. It was probably absolutely terrible. My husband's going to be like, what the fuck was that about? Like, geez, I go out of town for one day and you're just like so bored and so lonely and you have nothing else to do. I don't know. I don't know what, what my deal is, but I just, you know, just had a lot of thoughts just kicking around up in here. And that's, you know, and that's the thing is like, I'm just literally never bored. Like, what is it like to be bored? I, I could not tell you. I don't know what it's like to be bored. I could create so many fucking projects for myself 
whether it's like house projects, life projects, fun projects, child projects. Like I, I could turn anything into a fucking project, anything. My sister is always texting me like, do you want a project? Let me give you a project. Like I just, I'm just a, a project loving bitch. And the thing is, is I like to start them. I like to lay them all out and I like to make all the lists and I like to really get like deep into it. And then like, I want to have nothing to do with it and I want to move on with my life. So, you know, that's just kind of where we're at. But I think, um, I could potentially see doing this again because this is my life and I just have things to talk about and I'm just going to fucking talk about them because why the hell not? I don't know. I don't have anything else to do. I have 7,000 other things to do, but this is what I chose to do. Um, and I have not read a fucking book in ages. I need to read a book. Uh, until next time, friends. Ciao.